This is the Dish Happens Podcast on the Jennifer Tebow Radio Channel. We bring sports flavor to your ear, G-O-A-T, greatest of all time style. Join us each week as our guests and hosts deliver GOAT Talk to you. This is where it all happens. And now get ready for your hosts, Chris Dishman and Jennifer Dr. J. Tebow. Hello. Welcome to the Dish Happens Podcast, brought to you by GoatSkills.com. I'm Coach Chris Dishman. And I'm Jennifer Dr. J. Tebow. And we are your hosts for today's podcast. Oh, the topic of the day, social media and athletics. I can't wait to get into this. But before we do, some people don't know that you've got 13 years playing NFL pro, 14 years coaching at all levels. This kind of means something to you, this topic. Yes, it, yes, it does, because I've seen many people have lost uh, scholarships or lost money all because of what they post on social media. Uh, back when I was playing, I hate to say back when I was playing, but in 1983 when I came out of uh, high school, there was no such thing as Facebook, social media, or nothing like that. So uh, it's the new world, which is good, and sometimes your posts can help you, and sometimes they can hurt you. Now here's where I'm struck. We are just literally days off of the highest honor in college football, the Heisman Trophy. It's coveted. It's I'm assuming it's what you dream about if you want to be a great football player as you pass through the collegiate halls getting this honor. Would you not die if a post that you did when you were a teenager before you ever even put on your college jersey, would you not die if someone's asking you about a post for whatever it was as you basically just got the trophy in your hand? Yeah, that's that's the world we live in right now. Of course, Kyla Murray um, you know, a great player that he was in, in college and still is in college, um, that he was asked about a post when he did when he was 15 years old. And he was really talking to a friend. It was a post. Uh, he was saying something in his post to a friend of his, and now it got published. And now he has to apologize for something when he was 15 years old. As you as you know, Dr. J, that you can't even really get on social media until you're 15 or 16. So he was just one year into getting on social media, and he have to apologize for something that he did back then. You know, you got the Kevin Hart within the Oscars, and it's just go. You can go on and on and look at all the guys who have posted something, and now years later they have to apologize for it. And I think that as student athletes, that we have to be very careful of what we post, when we post, because we are held to a higher standard than everyone else, and just anyone else, not just student athlete, uh, guys, people who go on to uh, getting jobs. Your employer now is looking at your social media site to see what kind of employee you, you can be. Now, we talked about this in our uh, blog post. Um, you talked about the idea that, you know, it's not fair. It's it's just not fair for society to look at us today and expect that we knew. <laughs> we right. knew our today self shouldn't have known from our day, you know, years ago self. It's kind of like the craziest contradiction in society that we expect today people to be as smart as we are now from years ago. But we do. We do. But we have to be able to grow as as a person. You know, I feel like that I'm a lot smarter now at 53 than I was when I was 15. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm more wiser and I, I choose my words more wiser. Uh, even when I was 30, 
I'm a lot smarter now when I was now that I'm 53. I choose my words a lot wiser and I respect what other people have to say. Not that I didn't respect it then. I just felt like I'm being me. I'm going to say whatever I want to say. But nowadays you you have to re- respect and also have to take other people's uh, feelings in consideration. You know, and I'm all for today's society. You know, it's that's how it is and we have to grow with time. Now, it's so funny that we're talking about this. It sparks a memory that as I was looking at some of uh, the past Chris Dishman uh, memorabilia and in the museum of Chris Dishman, (laughs) and I saw this great Houston Chronicle. It looked like it was an advert, an advertisement, and it had you speaking very seriously to (laughs) a referee. (laughs) That was the facial expression that, Lord, it just it needed no caption. And I just thought to myself, boy, I bet if we found that referee, he probably remembers exactly what you told him based on <laughs> what the way you looked. But I'm going to make this point. Had there been social media then, it's possible that you may have tweeted how you felt at that moment after the game. It's possible. It's. I'm hoping maybe not. <laughs> well, I, I, I would possible. have. I would have. And there have been a lot of words that I couldn't use right now. There have been a lot of things I couldn't, I probably said on tweet and then have to later take it down. But by now, by then someone would have, would have took a picture of it or retweeted or done ever and it would have been out. But I remember that uh, call and it was a crucial point in the game that the ref made. I... Uh, I still say the wrong call, <laughs> and uh, he ended up making a call, and I just went off on him. And um, years later, that ref and I was he refed another game of mine while with another team, and uh, he came up and said, "You remember when I was at, he was in Houston, and and we and him talked and laughed about it." He said, "I never heard so many words <laughs> like you said so fast, so quick." <laughs> so it, it is something that. You know, in the heat of the battle, things like that happen. Um, I'm not. Uh, I, You're human. Yes, but, but I'm you human. Are human. I you am, are human. I am human, and I, you know, I was like I said, if that was that language was to get out and, and people hear that, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, I don't curse, I don't do this, I do curse at times, definitely in the heat of the moment situations like that, and that is something that I felt at that time, and. It's crazy that if it was to get out, something you have to go back and apologize for. Right. And you. it sounds like to the referee, you all talked about it. And that's the way the healing from that yeah. moment happened. But social media, it brands it for life. People who have never touched a football are weighing in on a statement from a guy who just won the highest honor. And I think sometimes uh, young athletes don't realize that, that – People are going to start to form an opinion who have never touched a football in this in this case, who have never played a sport, but their opinion is going to resonate and it's going to echo, and it actually may deter an opportunity for well, you. And it will because it's like the it get out so fast. It can get from California to New York in a matter of seconds, whereas when I played, it was in the newspaper. And, you know, it was a local newspaper, didn't get to the national newspaper, but still people had to pick up and read the newspaper. Now with uh, the social media right there on your devices, people see it, retweet it, and it can get around the world so fast, it's crazy. Uh, Like I said, that now you have to use 
what social media can do for you. You have to use it in a positive form. You have to use it in branding yourself, getting it out there, letting your Nikes, your Gatorade, your Powerade, uh, your Under Armour, other other um, people that who are in means of can hire you, let them see the positive side of the positive things you're doing. And maybe they say, oh, he could be a good spokesman or he or she can be a good spokesman or a spokeswoman for our product. So just use it in a positive manner. And I liked what you said in your blog post today about um, colleges offering a quarter of a million dollar scholarship and they're looking to hitch their brand on the athlete as much as the athlete is hitching their brand on the school. I mean, you're it's like a marriage. It's it's a marriage and it's it's serious. It's not just matter of fact. I think people read Twitter and they say, "Oh, I'm I've gotten my 50th offer." And people believe it's like you get an offer, you get an offer, but it's really not that way. It's a serious matter for coaching, right? I mean, I'm assuming as a coach, you don't just walk into a high school and start throwing a Frisbee out for a quarter of a million dollar scholarship. You get it. You get it. You get it. There's a process. Oh, oh, it is a process. And I think my first time ever on social media is when I got my uh, my job on a Power 5 football conference. And um, they told me, and they asked me, are you on this? Are you on that? I said, no. And they said, well, you have to get on that. And I said, why? And they said, that's how we follow players. We follow players. You got to constantly look at their Twitter. You got to constantly look at their Snapchat. You got to constantly look at their Facebook pages. You got to constantly look at it to see what type of player, what type of person he is. We already know the player. We're looking for the person. And I was like, wow. So I got on it and I started seeing a lot of some of the guys that I was recruiting. I started seeing their posts to some of the guys I was recruiting and seeing their posts. I'm like, okay, this kid's more positive. This is the player that I'm going to push toward forward to and offer a scholarship or this other guy over here is having him and his friends uh, around smoke or, you know, have them hanging out and have uh, underage drinking uh, pictures and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, well, he's not the guy that we really need to go after. And this is what I think uh, some people don't add up when they post is that your timeline, Coach Dishman, when you log into Twitter or Facebook or whatever it is, your timeline is filled with the people you follow. So okay. <laughs> if you're following recruits, then the people that you are hoping, you know, that turn out to be great athletes, they're they're the content providers for your timeline. So if all of a sudden you log in and you're like, what is all this crap on my timeline? I hate to use the word crap, but that's what some of it is sometimes. What, are you immediately going, who is posting this? I immediately look at it and say, <laughs> who is posting it? And then I would I would say, okay, I would go into our recruiting coordinator uh, and say, listen, we have to get this guy off our board. This is what he'd been posting for the last week, uh, fights and him around smoke and un- drinking and he's doing this. Uh, let's get this guy off and let's put this guy on. Uh, yes, he might he may runs a 4-5 and this guy runs a 4-4. Four, four, but the four or five guy we know is going to be there for the long haul. Or the four or four guy we may not know. Now, do people change? Yes. But it's the initial aspect of it, it's the initial look of, of what you want. Absolutely. And this is just my thinking. If Coach Dishman sees right now there's these posting problems, let's just call it that, for lack of a better word. What do you think happens when you bring this kid in, he gets a scholarship, you all win a national championship, 
those posts that you looked the other way, if you did, if you had done that, those posts are going to come right back and haunt you the same way when Kyler Murray, when Kyler Murray walked off that, that podium, the same way his past posts came. It happens. It's called, I, I don't think a lot of people realize, it's called data mining. It's very technical. And where people literally get a dump of your entire timeline and they begin to mine the data for keywords. And some of those keywords are going to be smoking, fighting, uh, derogatory comments, curse words, anything that is in any way connected, any term to LGBTQ. So you think that it is, you know, someone just happened to see it. No, they didn't see it. They actually, tech, through technology, looked for it and mined for it. And now it becomes public conversation as part of CNN and MSNBC and Dish Happens podcast and everywhere in between. And I just don't think sometimes people recognize the magnitude of a simple tweet or a retweet or a like. Because doesn't a like tell you something about the person if they start liking a bunch of things in a certain category? Yes, and I tell people, just just keep it positive. You know, all the technical aspect of it is way above my head. <laughs> I, can't, I, I don't know about the branding of this, but I just know that techno, all the technical support is way above my head. It's just keep positive. If you say positive things, positive things will happen. If you're around negative stuff, negative things will happen. So just stay positive and keep posting positive things. Amen. All right, so... Speaking of positive, I couldn't help but love, love, love my new Goat Skills hoodie. I just have to tell you that. It's so comfortable. (laughs) And I get so many compliments. So, guys, if you haven't checked out uh, shopgoatskills.com, you can get to it straight there. Or you can go to goatskills.com where you see this blog and all kinds of great information and posts. Um, go check it out. I mean, it's Christmas time, right? Yes, what is 12 or 14 days to Christmas. Make sure you put that your your Goat Skills t-shirt, hoodie, or beanie underneath the Christmas tree. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, those beanies are, are everything. Wait, it's in Canada they're called? Toots. Toots. Yeah, In toots. Canada yeah. called they're, to, they're called toots. So toots are awesome. Uh, but, you know, I absolutely I love it. And it just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I all of a sudden feel the greatest of all time when I put it on. But suddenly <laughs> I feel greater when I put it on. I feel like I just have this swagger like, okay, I'm letting people understand greatest of all time. <laughs> well, you, you you have goats in all categories, not just football, basketball, baseball, soccer, tennis, women, sports, you know, women swimming, women diving. So anybody can be a goat, you know, even in your perspective uh, job. If you're a CEO or or you could be a goat janitor, you could be the best janitor around. So you just got to work for it. Yeah, it's just no matter what you are, you can be a goat. All right, Coach Chris Dishman. Uh, it, it's been a pleasure. We're going to do many more of these, so you just get comfortable and get ready because I've got lots of things that I know that I want to talk about. I think you do. You do too. Yes. <laughs> you might not tweet so much about it, but you're going to talk about it. All right, guys, appreciate you listening. This has been Dish Happens Podcast brought to you by GoatSkills.com. We'll check you out later. You've been listening to the Dish Happens Podcast on the Jennifer Tebow radio channel brought to you by GoatSkills.com and the Tebow Company. Stay connected to us through GoatSkills.com. Tebow.org and Apple Podcasts. This is the greatest of all time podcasts. You won't want to miss it.